0: Now
1: let's get on with the show.
0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Compliance Conversations. This is CJ Wolf with Healthicity. And today we have none other than the one and only Adam Turtletaub.
1: Adam, welcome. Wow. I don't know if I can live up to that introduction. (laughs) I know you can. (laughs) I hope so.
0: We're so grateful for you to take a moment. and I, I'm gonna tell our guests a little bit. We're we're gonna talk about the Healthcare Compliance Association's Compliance Institute that's coming up. Uh, we do this every year, get people pumped up. It's like the Healthcare Compliance Conference to attend. And, and Adam, I'm gonna let him introduce himself in a moment, but he, he's he been doing this a long time and um, I'm sure he's got some good insights. And uh, so we're grateful to have him here. Adam, um, if you wouldn't mind, just take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself and you know, maybe professionally where you came from and what you're doing now.
1: Sure. Um- I First of all, I want to thank you for having me on your podcast. As you know, I do our Compliance Perspectives podcast, so it's fun for me to be the one answering the questions instead exactly. of asking them for a change. Uh, it's, it's very different experience. So uh, I'm the Chief Engagement and Strategy Officer for the association, which means I do a lot of things in addition to the podcast, a lot of stuff looking towards the future of the association, as well as ways we can better serve the membership. Uh, I joined the association back in 2008 after spending uh, seven plus years at a compliance training provider. Uh, before that, I had a long experience, about 13 plus years in ad agencies, two years on Capitol Hill. So as I say, I've got the perfect background for ethics, politics, and advertising.
0: (laughs) There you go. I didn't know about some of that stuff. That's great. I'm glad. Well, you
1: know, there's some parts of my past I like to leave there.
0: (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Um, You know, Adam, I have been, I'm trying, I was trying to think how many years I've been attending HCCA Compliance Institute, but it, it really is my favorite conference for healthcare compliance and uh, I don't think there's anything else that really compares to it. And so we love all our listeners, you know, our compliance folks and uh, mostly in healthcare. And so we wanted to, you know, get people excited. I'll be there. I know you'll be there. Lots of people will be there. Uh, but tell us a little bit about uh, the, the Institute this year, maybe the who, what, where. Give, sure. Give us kind of a high level.
1: Okay. So the, meeting will be taking place both live and virtually the live meeting will be in anaheim from april 23rd to 26th at the anaheim convention center which is basically just off the parking lots from disneyland uh a virtual options available april 24th through 26 in person there'll be 121 sessions to choose from uh, in multiple tracks to follow Uh, the virtual there'll be 63 so it's a subset of them Um, there's over 200 speakers and for those wanting to get certified or those who are certified and you know want to keep their continuing education credits there's uh well over 26 ceus continuing education units for those in person that are available and you can earn up to 19.2 in the virtual meeting so And those are all, of course, live credits, which uh, you need uh, half of your credits uh, to become from live training to maintain your certification uh the tracks this year that we'll have are auditing and monitoring, behavioral health case studies, compliance law which is really focused on the lawyers in the crowd, love we'll discussion groups, general compliance hot topics, uh, a track on how to succeed as a compliance professional, so it's more on professional skills, mm-hmm. uh, investigations, managed care, physician compliance, post acute care, privacy and security, risk management and that uh new innovation i just heard of called telehealth so (laughs) yeah uh,
0: it's so brand new
1: (laughs) yeah it's i I hear it's got promise uh and uh it's actually a very good time to be addressing it with the end of the public health emergency coming in may and uh, a lot of tightening of restrictions on it uh once the emergency ends and the waivers go away
0: that's exactly right and adam um i know a lot of us sometimes get multiple um, CEUs from like different agencies, right? Like, um, is that still the case? Are there like NASBA and and maybe- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah, if you need NASBA or CLE credits, um, you can always just fill out the form and we'll help you get those too. And I think I forgot to mention that we also will, as usual, have an exhibit hall. Uh, We've got over 60 exhibitors signed up so you can see what all the latest solutions are out there. And of course, collect free tchotchkes to bring home.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, and I love the HCCA's booth. I mean, I'm assuming you guys will have another good one this year.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not sure exactly what's being given away. I heard there's going to be some copies of our former CEO, Roy Snell's book. Nice. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'm mean, guessing there'll be lots of pens, highlighters, those kinds of things again. And uh yeah a few odds and ends out there. And uh, I believe the wheel of fortune for which people seem to line up endlessly and over and over again will be there as well. But that's what I was just going to say. say is I just remember
0: you spin the wheel, right? <laughs>
1: yes. There's much wheel spinning. I, I think it'll be there again, given its popularity, but I, anything gambling related, you can't make a promise about.
0: So <laughs> That's awesome. I remember one year I got a professional headshot done. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's Still do. yeah
1: we're actually going to do a lot of things uh we're, we're going to be doing that again it's always very popular um and uh it's one of those things where people need them you know you don't want to yes. be the person who's got one that's 10 years old and when you show up people pause or you know <laughs> try and make awkward conversation
0: that's exactly why I got one done I think it was just two years ago because I was you I was one of those people using the old one and they're like you don't look anything like your picture because I, <laughs> my old picture had I was wearing glasses, and since then I've had LASIK done, and they're like, that's uh, not you. <laughs> but I didn't gain any hair. People who know me know I'm bald. So
1: yes, well, I you know, I'm not far behind you in the <laughs> in that crowd, but in, and thankfully, well, many of my pictures are old, none of them are of when I had a full head of hair and yeah, well, the good old days. I'll, I'll well, be that's awesome.
0: Thanks, thanks for kind of the nuts and bolts. I think it's a great location. I think. Um, do you have it a guess of how many people usually attend? And So that's
1: the hard thing. I mean, it, yeah. it's been kind of crazy. I mean, before the pandemic, we were up to close to 3,000 people. Then wow. we did really well uh, during the pandemic on the virtual stuff. Last year, we were expecting huge crowds, but then the uh, Omicron. Uh, yeah, you know, wave hit just as the meeting was happening, or right. starting to, you know, came right as people were making their final decision. So the attendance yeah. was great, virtual, but not in person. This year, um, we already have more people signed up to attend in person than we did for last year, and we still have two months before the meeting. Wow. So you know, we're That's expecting a, a healthy size crowd uh, there. Yeah. So,
0: well, I, I really know, appreciate
1: it, that. That's great. Yeah, we're we're very excited and seeing things coming back. Um, you know, in fact, a totally different meeting is our European Compliance and Ethics Institute, which is a general corporate meeting, will be taking place in Amsterdam in March. Okay. That meeting is actually gonna be the largest one we've ever had. So wow. in, in Europe. Terrific. So yeah, that's it's terrific. interesting to see, but it's still difficult. You talk to people at other associations too. No one can predict how many people are gonna show up for anything anymore. Ah.
0: I bet. And I'm sure there's a whole science and you guys have lived through it. And and from at least from an outsider's perspective, you've done brilliantly to, you know, mix the virtual and the in-person. I'm sure there's a lot of stress that we don't see behind, you know, behind closed doors. But it comes off to me. It's like you guys do a great job.
1: No, thank you. I take no credit for that. It's the (laughs) meaning planners who do all of the really hard work and making sure it all flows so seamlessly. But that's right. It's and, and, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was gonna say it's interesting to see, you know, what happens. And truthfully, you know, it, it's tough doing a meeting live and in person and virtual at the same time. Yeah. Um, but the virtual world has been a good one, it's opened up a lot of opportunities for us to offer programs out to the world that we might not have because people wouldn't necessarily go to a one or two-day program. But if you yeah. offer it online, uh on topics like Oh, I don't know. Training. Uh, (laughs) CJ teaches a training thing with us. Um, People are willing to attend and we've been able to actually do a lot more. The only weakness really um, with the virtual is really twofold. One, it's harder to do interactive, but people don't get to do the networking part. And I can't underscore how important it is. I mean, from going to some of our live meetings It's amazing to see how much people are just happy to be around their peers again and to be able to grab someone who's going through the same experiences, to ask their questions, to try and just not feel alone anymore is just really powerful to see. Um, It is. It's really touching and, and it's nice and it's validating. You know, humans are hurting animals. That's the truth behind our biology. And for people being able to be with their herd or their pack again is very energizing. And that's what you get out of the live meeting that you can't get out of a virtual one.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, I don't know how true this is. It may be just my own perception, but compliance professionals are kind of alone anyway, like they're Mm -hmm. alone in their organizations that, you know, people don't just flock to us and they don't just love to see the compliance officer coming down the the hall. Sometimes they do, but Usually they don't. So it is kind of like a lonely profession sometimes. And just like you said, to get with others that kind of get it and understand Mm -hmm. it. Just to commiserate, it's such a great no, thing No, it's to-
1: great. And also if somebody you can say, you know, hey, while we're talking, let me ask you a question. How would you deal with this? Or how would you, exactly? you know, what do you suggest there? But I, I yeah. will share what insight I did learn for getting people to flop down in their room. One compliance officer noticed that her CEO loved chocolate. I think it was Hershey's Kisses in particular. And she always <laughs> made sure to keep a jar of Hershey's Kisses on her desk. Nice. And she said she probably had more talks with the CEO than most any other, compliance officer in the world nice. because of nice. it. Nice. There you go. Food, mm-hmm. chocolate always works. Uh, talking about networking,
0: are, are there any special I, I know in the past you may have done like speed networking, those sorts yep. of
1: things. Those things still go on? Speed networking will be back um at the meeting. So if you are coming, make sure you register for it. It's a separate registration form. It's it's no okay. additional cost. It's just for the matching software. Gotcha. Uh So we'll have that. And as usual in the exhibit hall, we'll have reception. So people will have a chance to meet each other and then meals, lunch, and is at the big round table. So, yep. you know, plop yourself down next to strangers each time. That's my big advice to people is it's always tempting to, you know, meet up with your friends, which is great. But if it's people you're going to be going out with that night, sit next to a stranger at lunch and make yeah. a new friend.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, even just like in, um I know you know they don't get a lot of time before the sessions start but just sitting next to people that mm-hmm. you know just talking and you hear people ask certain questions and you meet with them afterwards and um I've I, a lot of that informal stuff is just it's invaluable.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Well, this is great. Um Adam, let's take a a short break and and uh, we'll be right back.
1: Thanks for listening to Compliance Conversations. We hope the expert information and discussions are a valuable asset to your compliance career. Healthicity also offers software solutions to help people like you manage their compliance programs. Compliance Manager is a comprehensive, all-in-one, customizable solution that will save you time, stress, and make your compliance program more effective. Head over to healthicity.com for a quick demo video to see how Compliance Manager can bring simplicity to your everyday work. Now back to the show.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, again, we're here with Adam Turtletaub, who is all-knowing when it comes to the <laughs> Healthcare Compliance Institute. <laughs> okay, I may be overplaying it a little bit, but he's fun to talk to and he's fun to uh, to pick his brain. And uh, we, we've been talking about the, the Compliance Institute, the 27th? annual? Is that right? 27. I think so. Wait, hold on. Is that on. your I'll oldest on conference? The wall. I think so. I think yeah, so. Right?
1: I think that was the very first thing that was done. So yeah, 27
0: years. That's cool. Um so one of the, my favorite things Adam are the keynote speakers and you've had some mm-hmm. really good ones. Um and I just love him. Like there was a gentleman last year who, and I apologize, I can't remember his name, but he he was kind of an IT expert and he had some really good um, like images and stuff. And he just, he had a funny way of talking about it and just a really way, good way of engaging people.
1: Was it Mark and, Lanterman? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The cybersecurity?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I loved it. Any. Yeah. Can you give us any insights on who might be keynote speakers? Or yeah.
1: Um, Mark tends to be both entertaining and terrifying all at the same time. Exactly. As he <laughs> regales you with how open so many systems are. Yeah. So this year, um, we, we're, we're still finalizing the one session where it looks like we're going to have somebody from a major social network site to talk oh, about nice. some privacy issues. But. We've got Christy Grimm, who, of course, is the OIG at HHS. She'll be opening right. things up. Uh, she'll be followed by Melanie fontes Rainier, who's the director of the Office of Civil Rights. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, so we get a good uh, lesson there on everything from exactly. you know, Medicare and healthcare fraud to all the HIPAA related issues. Yes. Then uh, the FBI is confirmed. They're going to be speaking about cybercrime. Oh, and some terrific. other trends going on. Um, FBI is always just terrific in terms of having insights into what's going on and, and also importantly, how organizations should respond when there is an incident. Yes. So those are our big you know, keynoters. We have three sessions. Uh, we call them general sessions during okay. the course of the conference. And then again, the third one's still being finalized.
0: That's terrific. Well, yeah, like you said, we are we are recording this a little early, folks. It's uh, end of February, but you know we want to get it out and get you excited, and mm-hmm. uh, don't want don't want you to cut it too short. And
1: and, then, and you, by the way, give you I plenty of time to buy comfortable shoes because there's That's plenty right. of walking and standing around.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, cool. Um, so you mentioned a couple of the government speakers, and I know. You know we usually have a mix of the them as keynote and then sometimes it seems like they bring a bunch of their staff that yes do breakout sessions is that something you think is going to happen again
1: yes yeah in fact there's several sessions i didn't pull a list together for this unfortunately but uh the folk, people from the oig are going to be speaking in, in several of the breakout sessions as well they're they're terrific about their willingness to Know, share with compliance people what's going on, what they should be on the lookout and, and you know, recognize yep. the fact that we're both sides are interested in making sure organizations behave the way they should. Exactly. And I'll, I'll
0: just encourage our listeners
1: to to look, you know, on the agenda and
0: and see those. There's some of the most well attended sessions. We mm-hmm. all want to hear what the government has to say. And I um, they, they get some great, great folks and yeah. talk about some good and- detailed
1: things. And along those lines, seating is first come first served at all the breakout sessions. So gotcha. if there's one that you really want to go to, make sure you get there early so you can get a gotcha. seat.
0: That is a good point. There was one that I was, I was lallygagging and and I was being slow and it was last year, it was uh, like an interactive one where they i mm-hmm. have been doing case studies or something and people were all at like individual small tables.
1: I'm like, oh, that sounds like the best topic. And I was just slow and I was late. And yeah own doing. <laughs> I missed no, it. And there are fire marshal rules and we are in compliance. So we have to follow exactly. them.
0: So good. I'm glad we're at a compliance conference. We're compliant. Um, cool. Um, so one of the things too, that I, I, I've seen regularly are like service projects. Is that something that's
1: going to happen again? So we were still, I, I checked into that um, cause I was curious too. And my understanding is we're still looking into what we might do this year. Um, we've tended to do them of late in the exhibit hall. Um, so it's things like painting paintings for hospitals and and other healthcare facilities. So I I have a feeling it'll be something along those lines. You know, the pandemic has eased a great deal, but I believe that there's still, you know, it's not as open to having, you know, a gob of people come over to an institution like it used to be. Now that's true. Now, I don't wonder if those days were ever going to fully come back. Um, I think they will. I think most yeah. things will. I mean, you look at, you know, a year ago, none of us were ever going to go back into the workplace again. And yeah. I guess it was yesterday. Amazon just joined the herd of companies that have increased the number of days in the office that they expect out of their workforce. Interesting.
0: Oh, good. Interesting. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's cool. Um, Tell me about um, just kind of those who do attend, Um, do they still have access to recordings? Is that, or is that something that was mostly done during pandemic time or?
1: No, no, Uh, both the in-person and the virtual attendees can enjoy 60 days of access to all the session recordings. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to, you know, if there's a great session that you want to hear again, you'll be able to do that. And likewise, if you had two sessions that were at the same time, you obviously could only go to one, but there exactly. will be your chance to, in the 60 days after the meeting, be able to um, attend the session that you missed.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I really appreciate you doing that because, you know, there's so many things that I want to go listen to, and sometimes I can't. And um, So it's really nice to be able to kind of you know, spread it out. I usually set a goal for myself after the conference to listen to like one or two every week. I know I don't necessarily get to hear everything, but I always try to just kind of keep the learning going. And um, it's great to hear. And, you know, you well, the- it's also
1: great for when you come back to the office and something else broke that you're like, Ooh, I wish I'd gone to that session. Now exactly. You can. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's so true. Um, well, neat. Uh, what else am I missing? Uh, it's at, you know, Anaheim, so I'm sure people are gonna take advantage of Disneyland. Yep.
1: Disneyland is, I mean, the parking lots are basically the only thing keeping you from that. And there's lots of other restaurants and things like that nearby. Yeah. Um, hopefully the weather will be cooperative. We've I, I live in LA and we've had a coolish winter, though thankfully we've gotten a decent amount of rain, which we were desperately in need of. Though I do encourage everyone to only take short showers because we're not totally out of the drought woods yet. Yes. Um, Thank but for that. yeah, it should be, yeah, you're up in Utah. So you also, yes. you know, the West needs <laughs> more moisture. Um, Definitely. and then, you know, the thing I, I encourage everybody to do is be as open, not just to the learning, but to each other there, you know, to be courageous and say hello to strangers. You know, if you see somebody who looks lost and confused, just walk up and say, Hey, how's it going? And if you know yeah. where things are and Point them in the right direction and uh, be really, you know, part of the community, because that's really what this is. It's not just a a series of classes over a few days. It's a chance to connect with a community, be a part of it and share your wisdom.
0: Yeah. And, you know, in addition to kind of networking where we all kind of take advantage of that and and we benefit from it. you know, try to, I think, you know, try to be a mentor or at least start mm-hmm. some of those mentoring relationships, give back a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm starting to actually, I feel like I'm kind of over that Hill where I've now it's my duty to, to give back a little bit. Cause I'm getting older and I've benefited from, you know, years and years of other people giving to
1: me. And um, so I well, think. That's and, that's, and you've option. done a lot of speaking, which is a great example of it, but it's also, the informal thing and if i can just you know not something not compliance institute related but take advantage of hcca net you'll find it at community.hcca-info.org and it's awesome. our online social network site that's available all the time if you're already an hcca member or scc member and have a password and ID, um, you can just log in and start exploring. If you don't, you have to register. And right now we're migrating our association management system software. So our database is kind of locked for the next few days. So if you try and get in, I'm not sure when you're going to air this, but I'd wait till like later in February, the end of February to just to make sure. Gotcha. That's perfect. Yeah. What else? Yeah.
0: I'm glad you brought other things up um, because this doesn't just have to be Compliance Institute, but you know anything else that you you want to share about uh, the societies and uh, um, maybe tell us again about your podcast and what yeah. you do there and how often so, those come out?
1: Sure, the, a few things. So the podcast you can find it at uh, cor- uh, complianceandethics dot org. And it's right on our blog. Um, you'll see the podcasts are all ten to fifteen minutes long, so they're perfect for commuting. Yeah. Uh, or if you live in Los Angeles, uh, four of them are perfect for commuting <laughs> at a time or more, or more. <laughs> um, anyway, so they're designed to inform. Does the blog is right there with short pieces uh, written there, you know? And I, I would encourage people also to to your point, um, CJ, about getting involved is do things like participate in the social network site or write an article for the magazine or something for the Mm -hmm. blog magazine is a good way to share some in-depth experience. You have the blog is 400 to a thousand words. So you're basically talking at most two pages, right? And it's a good way to share one brief insight that people can get some value out of. Mm -hmm. And then think about submitting proposals for the, conferences whether it's the compliance institute or managed care conference or our higher end research conference whatever it is or for a regional meeting um you know we need speakers we want a wide range of them um not just you know, the same people over and over again. Exactly. The one thing I suggest is try and find an interesting take on the topic, not just sort of the standard what you need to know about HIPAA, but right. you know, some emerging issue that you think you figured out, but a lot of people are still clearly struggling with, or something that you're struggling with, everyone else is an identifying sort of ways that we can all start approaching it. Mm-hmm. Um those are good ways to get people talking and to give back and don't only look at the annual conference just because that's the when we get a lot of proposals for so the odds are low right. right um but there's a lot of ways to think about doing it including like you said reach out when you talk to somebody who seems to be new and unfamiliar talk to them then and say let's just stay in touch schedule a regular once a month call or something
0: yeah. Exactly. Uh, One of your colleagues actually reached out to me. Uh, He he participated in um, our, you mentioned the the training workshop we do on effective compliance training. And he said, oh, CJ, would you be willing to just touch base with this gentleman? He's looking for a mentor and, you know, in this space. And it's an Mm -hmm. area that I, you know, had spent some time in. Sure. I mean, that type of stuff is great, right? Because you, you, you make relationships and it makes it so much more meaningful. And um, anyway.
1: Yeah. And truthfully, you know, there's a lot of people who get humble. We all do thinking, oh, I don't know anything, you know, about this or that or in general, I'm just and then you start talking to someone who's newer than you and you realize I do know a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And and there is stuff that you can provide. And even and if you don't, you can say, you know what? That's a little outside my field. But, you know, Mary knows about that. Let me connect you with her. Exactly. I, I could tell you I know a lot of things not to do.
0: <laughs> I've made enough mistakes. Anyone who's been doing it a long time. <laughs> so yeah, well, I could, at least you could save somebody from getting an egg on their face, maybe.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm a I'm a I don't know if any of you are familiar with despair.com. It's where they've no. taken <laughs> those successories posters and made parody versions of it. And I used to have on my desk, uh, uh, you know, like all those despairs. It was a, a nice photograph with a caption underneath, and mine was a ship sinking, and it said underneath that the sole purpose of your life may be to serve as a warning to others. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's good enough. Yeah. One other thing, real quick, as we're getting kind of towards the end, you shared something on social media recently about Chat GPT, right? About- yes the conference. Can you just tell us something about that? that yes. So I cool. decided
1: everybody's been talking about ChatGPT, So I thought I would give it a try. And if you look at HCCA has a group on LinkedIn. Um. So look up healthcare compliance association group. There's a, there's a corporate sort of page and then the group. And uh, in it, I posted what it said where I, I think I asked it. Uh, how do you get the most out of the, HECA Compliance Institute. And I gotta say, I was impressed. It was filled with lots <laughs> of practical advice that makes sense for attending a conference. Um, it was interesting.
0: That was not, that could be that could be a fun presentation where you you say, let's ask let's ask it, you know, three or four very, you know, significant compliance issues and how somebody right. should approach it and see. Yes or no on this? Is this yeah. good advice or not so much?
1: <laughs> no, and and it's funny. There's a, a bunch of people I've seen do it uh, on Twitter or elsewhere, and uh, it's interesting. A lot of times it's dead on. Sometimes it's you know a, a bit off. Sometimes it's way off. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't rely on it, but it's no. interesting to see. It's sort of like if you look at what the consensus is around. It's a good way to see that um, exactly. But. Again, I would not stake my career on it at this stage.
0: No, absolutely not. Well, Adam, That's good entertainment. It's, it's been so great talking to you. Any last you thoughts or comments or questions? No, or just make sure
1: if if you haven't signed up and you plan on doing so, do it early and make your hotel reservation uh, yes. because you know we have room blocks right there at the convention center, and you don't want to find yourself, you know. A mile away in a motel surrounded by children and their parents all having fun at Disneyland. Not that it's, you won't be having fun at the conference, <laughs> but it'll be a different fun.
0: Exactly. And I think there's maybe two hotels, if I remember right. Yeah, I think it's the Hilton
1: and I think there's a Marriott. Sheraton. I'm not sure. Or Marriott. I, it, I don't know. The Mar- they just yeah. tell me where to go. I, yeah, exactly. I check in there.
0: And they're so, right next to the, the convention Right center, next to the convention so. center. Yeah, I've seen them there before. That's awesome. Well, cool, Adam. Thank you again for, oh, for thank taking you. some time. And for sharing and 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 for you and your colleagues at the societies that just do so much. We just really appreciate it. And it's well, oh, thank you. It's meant so much to me in my career. And um, so thanks for for you and everyone. Thank everybody.
1: <laughs> More than welcome. You've done a lot for us too.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. And and thank you all for listening. Um, I would love to see you at the conference. So uh please you know, stop by uh, exhibit hall, those sorts of things, or stop me in the the hallway and um, love to talk. Um, And thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, And if you liked it, please, you know, give us a like and please subscribe so that uh, we get a little bit more uh, exposure and and we can share with others. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Take care. Compliance Conversations is sponsored by Healthicity. Healthicity designs software and services that simplify compliance and auditing challenges that reduce your risk and save you money. Where others see complexity, we see simplicity. For more information, visit healthicity.com.